Yo, welcome to Beers and Bars. Your place for rapid fire hip hop discussion and of course great beer. I am Kamal Kiddo. Oh, to the Golden Child. Thank y'all for checking out our last episode that we recorded with our homie Dan Bonifero out of Lalo Brewery. Yes, yes, Toronto. Yeah, man. Make sure you check that joint out in which we did the uh, the year in review so far. So the midway review of uh, best lyric, well, best song, uh, best verse, uh, what we thought was the best album, um, best new artist, and who's winning the year so far. Along with that, we also have a couple playlists right now that are available for you on Spotify and also on Apple. Um, yeah, beers and bars so far with Lalo. So there you go. If you are watching this, you can see that right there on the screen. Halfway point, beers and bars with Lalo. Uh, yeah, man. Thank you all for checking us out. Beer and rap. Longtime subscriber. Shout out to you. First time watching, listening. Make sure you subscribe. Uh, come on. What are we doing today? What we got? Today, well, you know, Chicago's very own just Lupe Fiasco uh, just dropped an album uh this past friday so whenever you see this a few days ago uh drill music in zion mm -hmm. drill music in zion um we're also going to talk about what is lyricism what yeah. is lyricism to you is it is it subjective i don't know mm -hmm. uh and we're also going to talk about what do you think about award shows what do you think about award shows uh we just had the bet awards the other day um what'd you think about that show um but before we get into those topics what are we drinking um you know honestly man it's crazy so i'm going to the moon tonight man i did not even i didn't even want to crack this tonight but Ooh. you know i don't want to drink okay so I told you a couple weeks ago, I got the got a new Tabor shipment. Shout out to the wife. I got this Demogorgon uh, beer, Demogorgon stout from somewhere that I will not drink anytime soon. That joint is not cracking for a while. Like Stranger Things? Stranger Demogorgon? Things, Demogorgon beer. It's a It was super sought out. I got this other beer that's a stout that's in the bottle form. I'm not cracking at. And I got some other stuff I just have drank already. So shout out my homie homie brian i think i shouted him out last week we was kicking it a couple weeks ago traded some beers he gave me this cosmic mountain i do not want to do this tonight because this is a triple ipa coming from hot butcher man it's coming in at ten and a half percent uh some of the tasting notes on this joint juicy orange ripe mango and uh i think this is candied pineapple i have never had this before but as you know i am a big fan of hot butcher i do not want to drink a triple ipa tonight but here the fuck I go, right? <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah, man. Oh, on the nose, you can definitely get the uh all them tropical notes coming through. Super good on that joint. Well, sometimes I don't know, know the right words to use. I wish <laughs> I was an English professor. But yeah, man, on the nose, you can definitely get them them tropical notes and whatnot coming through way away from my face. The the, the can is away from my face and I can still smell it. But let me see here. What was it again? Um, definitely ripe mango. That's what I wanted to say. Right mango. Yeah, that mango is kicking through on that nose, man. Um, it's Hot Butcher, man. If you're a fan yeah. of Hot Butcher, you already know what to expect if you're going to go through one of their hazies, man. And this is a triple sold by the middle of the show. Hopefully I'm not like, hey, hey, hey. But shout out to them boys. They do their thing, though, man. What's going on with you? 
Man, this is the Chicago show. You got on Luella Cole Chicago hat. I got on a Luella Cole Chicago shirt, A Life of Love by Luella Cole. You know, um, we're talking about Lupe Fiasco, uh, Chicago artist. So I'm doing Revolution Bruins Hazy Pitch, That's- which is a, um, this is proudly brewed in Chicago. This is part of their city series. Um, this is uh the official craft beer of the Chicago Fire. Shout out to Chicago Fire, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, this is uh actually this one in particular. This hazy pitch is using pure Lake Michigan water. That is a fact, it is, yes, yes, yes. Um, so yeah, this is actually uh five percent ABV. This is refreshing and tropical. With the striking finish, I've actually had this on ice. I have not had this at all, um, and we got this. And I'm I'm using my Revolution Brewing League of Heroes cup today. I'm Chicagoed out today, man. Yeah, Shy man. Town, you know what I'm saying? I probably sh- I probably should have called an audible on that too, man. I definitely got some maple wood in the refri- in the, my fridge and whatnot. I could I could have definitely picked up on that and been a, a hey, better man, host. Still hot butcher. Yeah, Chicago but, land area. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I should have got. I should have came from within the city, though. But yeah, man, it's all love around here, man. Oh, Chicago land beer, tropical notes. Yeah, it's a good beer, man. Shout out, John. We got it. Ooh, oh, we we. I mean, the beer's out now, so we had a chance to actually sure. get a little bit of that. We had this before it even had a label on it. Before, Shh. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's out now. Yeah, it's I know. Out now. <laughs> I mean, surely, you know, we can we can stun a little bit. We can flex a little bit now. Mm. It's out now. Mm-hmm. But you know, um, yeah, we got to try a little bit of this before it officially released. Uh, thank you, John. And uh it's a pretty good beer. It's a nice, crushable, easy going beer. You over here going hard with the 10% action. Yeah, I do not want this tonight, man. Uh <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want. I don't want my auntie's a man now. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, big shout out to uh, Hop, nah, uh, Revolution as well. They got their Freedom Fest coming up on the ninth. True. I should be in that boy. I think I should be in that boy. I, July is going to be very crazy for me, but I'll be in that boy. I believe. Um, big shout out Funky Town too. Kamal had their hip hops and arm brew. Yeah. Uh, last episode, yes. they was in a Forbes article that was talking about how Pilot Project is. Um, you know. Um, with the startup breweries and whatnot, or I, f- I forgot the official ner- term of what Pilot Project does, but yeah, man, and uh, Forbes con- G? the contract brewing. No, or there's another term. It's another term for exactly what they do. Um, but I mean, it, it they do contract brewing, but I mean, Pilot Project is like an incubator. I think that's the right term. Yes. Like an incub- yeah, 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 yeah. Um, what else do I want to give a shout out to? Shout out to Sam. And Black Horizon, they just brewed a hazy IPA together, uh, brother at the bar. Oh, word! Yeah, they brewed a joint. I got to get over to Black Horizon. Um, oh, yeah, word. man. I didn't know that. Uh, big shout out. Um, and this big shout out, uh, Haymarket and, and Black Haldering. They actually, I uh, got some stuff that's going on. I saw on the IG page. Yeah. Hopefully, we can get them on. You know what I'm yeah. saying? We can talk about some stuff, but they got some. It's just a lot of stuff popping right now in the city, man. You know what I'm saying? Summertime shot right now, man. Summertime shot, man. I probably miss some people too, man. If you, it, yeah. if you are a friend of the show and you got some stuff popping, 
we really, really, really are rooting for you. Yes. I told the I, I told the group the other day, anybody doing anything, let us know. Come on the show, promote that shit. Let's get it out here, man. But um let's talk this Lupe, man. Let's go ahead. Uh let's, let's do the thing, man. Lupe Fiasco drill music in Zion. Mm-hmm. Um since you are the resident uh Lupe Fiasco fan. Stop it. I got to say, you are the red like you go hard for Lupe, like I probably go hard for MF Doom. Probably, you know, you're, what I'm saying? you're a Lupe fan. Come on now. I am a Lupe fan. Don't get me wrong. I'm a Lupe fan, yes. But I don't know if I go as hard as you do. That's all I'm saying. I trolled a lot too, but yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, go ahead. But um you want to talk about you want to talk about your boys album? How you feel about it, man? Um, I mean, yeah, I can talk about it, man. Let's do it this way. So this is a uh, drill music in Zion. This is Lupe Fiasco's um, um, eighth studio album. If you know me, I am a super duper Lupe fan. Uh, you can catch me on a something that was going on at Hate Market. I was again, I be trolling sometimes too. I like to have fun with people. I was going at Oscar trying to make an argument that Lupe is a top five lyricist of all time. Um. But the more and more I think about it, man, from the standpoint of lyricism, I may not—it may not be a troll move for me at this moment, man. Um, we're going to be talking about lyricism and what that means on this show. I think I think we'll get into a good conversation with that. But mm-hmm. so, drill music in Zion. Let's talk a little bit about the album and and the creation of it. So, first of all, I saw this on Lupe's Twitter today, and it goes a little bit like I wrote. Actually, I didn't write it more like spoke it and self-recorded drill music in Zion from scratch over the course of 72 hours, give or take some hours, only stopping to eat and sleep entirely on garage band with a hundred dollar USB microphone in my living room. So, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. This, this is a joint that he just, he wanted to see how fast he can, can, can create an album. Maybe he wanted to just, you know, go at the process with that, just work for a continuous amount of time and just put the project out. Wow. Um, yeah, man. But I like the project, man. To your point, though, Lupe is one of my favorites, man. I think that uh, he has two classic albums. I think The Cool is a classic. I think that um, um, what is the other one? The first one, uh, Food, Food and Liquor. Liquor. Food Lupe and Liquor is a classic as well. Food and Liquor, yeah. So let me just explain it this way. Lupe has this uh, loose, tangential lyricism on a good amount of the joints, right? And he does this a lot where he's really flexing with the wordplay and the lyricism, but the song really doesn't have any say, uh, you know, you were talking about Mother May I a couple weeks ago. Mother May I, it is obvious what that song is about. If you listen to it, it is about, uh, you know, his Kendrick Lamar's uh, childhood trauma, being molested. Oh, Mother I Sober. Yeah, Mother I Sober. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, that's the song with obvious intent. Uh, a lot of times on Lupe songs, you know, he really... Like a song like Gotti and uh, Adobato. I don't want to say it's no stream of thought, but it's really tangential, just uh, bars and whatnot that sometimes don't have much to do with each other. That's not a central theme of a song, but he's just yeah. flexing lyrically. But a lot of but, rappers have done that in the past. Yeah, but I mean, with him and people like uh, like a Ghostface, you know, mm-hmm. people like that, like they are pulling from so many different areas on mm-hmm. a song. And then the song will be called like, you know, doorways or something. And it's like mm-hmm. the song isn't about doorways right. at all, you know. But Lupe on this song, man, the first half of the album, I wonder how he recorded this. 
I wonder if he started getting warmed up as the album went on. Mm. Because the first couple songs, um, they are okay to me. Um, but by the time he gets the kiosk, man, um, this guy, man, this guy be rapping, man. And it's crazy how he be putting stuff together because a song like Kiosk um, is crazy because it's almost like he's saying the world is kind of like a mall. And I, I, you know I, mean? really, I really like that analogy. That's I so really, crazy, really right? I like that analogy. The Kiosk is this place, you know, um, everybody at some... It's, it's like he's skeptical of everything being for sale. Like somebody's always trying to regardless of whether it's religion or whatever it may be, or the next new thing, like meditation, you know, it's just the mm. next new thing that is being in some way, you know, uh, put on a pedestal. And he's like, ah, I don't know. Like, it's the kiosk. Like, everybody's trying to just sell you something. But let me just do this. Uh, Miss Mural, you said that was a song that was, that is definitely over the head. That's over my head. I didn't understand. I mean, I know a mural, I think I know a mural is references and is about in general like seven minutes long or something like that but i get it miss mural i'm thinking was like the uh you know the the sister to mural but i'm confused as to what exactly he was going for you know what i'm saying like I like his imagery with like squeeze, you know, strangling the tube and the colors are blues and you know these these things, but I can't say I know exactly what he was really trying to say and why why call it Miss Mural, you know what I'm saying? I'm I was confused. Yeah. And I didn't do any research into what he might have said. Yeah. Maybe you can enlighten me. I don't know. No, no, no. I didn't do any research as well. My my listening to the song, I take it as a uh, a take on art and uh, okay the um the complicatedness of art from the standpoint of what is the what's the responsibility of the artist and, and people who listen to it or look at a painting? Do they have any obligation to explain it? Whether it be a song, whether it be a painting, he talks about in the mm. song some of his own issues as an artist can art be quantified how do you put a price tag on art how much is art worth like all these things he kind of mentions in this song you know and i think that's kind of what it's mainly about is what is art like can you price it what's the responsibility of artists and that's just not painters but musicians or whatever like what is it in general you know um i don't know man but it is it, he definitely is over the head on this song and a couple other songs on the album for sure. Um, as as a lyricist. But go ahead. What do, what do you have to say? I don't want to take up. You go ahead. Um, I think the album is cool. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a lot to take in. On the first listen, I'm listening to the first couple songs. And I'm like, there's definitely going to be some song that, that I don't get and that I will probably catch you know what I'm saying? Like later on, like some some topics that I'll probably and bars that I'll catch later on. Uh, I actually thought that uh, his sister did a good job with the intro. Always. Uh, right? Yeah, she always does pretty good with the intro. Yeah. Um, you know, I really like the line. Don't let money be the sum of your deeds. Um clean out your mind uh clear out the weeds <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah. 
Um, I really like Kiosk. Kiosk is good. I really like that analogy. Uh, and then to even end it with, you know, I already got to watch. I don't need one. Get out of here. You right. know what I'm saying? I'm moving on. You know, everybody, like, I really like, like, you got to really listen to that song. Yeah. Because there's so many things that you can really quote from it, but it's a good song. And it's an analogy that I've never heard. You know what I'm saying? And that's one thing that I can appreciate about Lupe's artistry. He'll talk about things that you've never heard anyone else talk about or put in that way. You know what I'm saying? Um, For me, my favorite songs would be Kiosk, Naomi is Hard. And I don't even know why he called it Naomi. Maybe you could help me out I there. Don't, dude, I ain't look up nothing on no, that. No. Dude, I just... Look, <laughs> Naomi is one of them songs, man. As a rapper, dude. Like, it's one of them joints that I heard, like... And I'm very honest. I don't care. Like, I don't I don't consider myself, you know, like, I, I, I do what I do. But, like, listening to him rap on that song is, like, one of them joints where, when I listen to Royce or Black Thought, like, hmm. I ain't there. This is a like just what they what they able to do. Yeah. How like I know when I write like it's it's got to be about this or about that. Or I'm trying to talk about something complicated. Yeah. Like these dudes be on a different frequency from the standpoint of like just how they think of their metaphors and how they think of what they're going to say, man. Um, dude is crazy, man. Um, he said on Miss Mural, man does not become and I sent this to you. He said, man does not become superior because you connect him to a cape, nor does he become inferior because you connect him to an ape. Like, bar. That's I, good. That's, that's so crazy. That is good. That, that's, that's, <laughs> but see, that's one of those footnotes in a song that's like, oh, this is, this is art. This is rap. The, the art of rap on a different level, you know what I'm saying? This is giving it to you in a different way. Mm -hmm. uh, it's not just laid out for you. Yeah. You know, it's interesting that you talk about uh, Royce and Black Thought, because I actually think between the three of them, Black Thought is probably the most clear, straightforward, straight MC. He's a straight MC of, of any MC. Of any MC, he be straight MC. He'll get on the mic and he'll give you bars that 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 and he will plainly say what he's trying to say straight bars. I have a good point. Go ahead. Keep going. Go. Royce, on the other hand, is like levels to this thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And these are three different levels. It is. I like you what know you're saying. Royce is gonna give you bars, but it's gonna be a little bit more complex. It's going to be a little more complex, but it's not over your head that you don't understand what he's saying. It's more it punchy. Is, it's intricate. Yeah, 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 yeah. It is punchy, and it's 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 intricate. Yeah. But you'll get what he's saying by the end of what he's saying. You you understand by the end of each bar. Lupe, on the other hand, <laughs> will take you the long way around the point. But he's gonna make his point, but you don't even understand what point he was making sometimes until the second or third listen. Yeah, 
because you may, I mean, the metaphor that he used, he said it in a way that's not straightforward. It's not straightforward. It's not as straightforward as Black Thought and is and it's not as straightforward as Royce. Those other two rappers are straightforward. Lupe is not is not is oftentimes not straightforward. And so sometimes it's hard to like I can get with Lupe on a song like Kiosk or Naomi or even Seattle or uh on like, phone them. On phone them is my joint. I was trying not to even go there yet because that's well, that's that's the one. Yeah, but drill music in Zion, I like that joint too. You know what I'm saying? Like the thing about it is, you know, he's 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 so heavy-handed on the complexity that songs like uh Gotti, Precious Things, those are sweet sounding songs, but I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, and yeah. so on songs like uh Drill Music in Zion, I like that song. And I think I like it partly because of the beat. You know what I'm saying? Like so, half of Lupe's music is the musicality of it. Shout out soundtrack. Shout out soundtrack. Fully produced by soundtrack, the whole album. Word, word, word. Soundtrack he, is good. Like he is good. <laughs> uh, ha, has been since Food and Liquor. <laughs> yeah. But the thing is, like the earlier songs, it was jazzy, it was melodic, and it fell flat for me because of that. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I don't really know what you're saying. Maybe I'm not smart enough. You know, if Lupe was on the show, he'd be like, eh, you just didn't get it. You know, and, and what's his was crazy. And you're right in a way, because I think that he's so heady and he just refuses to. And I, I mean, it is, it's what he does. It is what it is. He's into so many little weird ass things. He had a neural link bar on here as to where I might mm. know what the fuck neural link is. Like, you know what I mean? He had, I think he was dissing Elon Musk most of uh drill music in Zion. You know what I'm saying? He had some crazy, I'm like, I think he's kind of coming at Elon Musk, but I wouldn't know because he'd just be in his own fucking world. But look, go ahead. Do your, go ahead and do your thing on, on, uh, on phone them. What do you think? Now, of any rapper that has ever rapped a bar and any rapper that has that you know there's a as of late as of the last 10 years i'm gonna say there has been a blurred line between conscious rap and gangster rap there is a blurred line you will find an artist like kendrick who i think most would consider a conscious rapper doing songs with kodak black who I think most would consider a gangster rapper, right? You got songs like, uh, you know, J. Cole is on songs with 21 Savage and things like this. You know, early on, we see we see Kanye doing songs, you know, putting in Most Def and Freeway on songs together. Uh, 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 Jay-Z... Or, or a consequence is on a song with Cam, you know, and these types of things have have been 
have been blurred. These lines have been blurred. But then you have an artist like Lupe Fiasco, who is not for the games. He's not for the, you know, playing in that sandbox just because it's all rap and it's all hunky-dory. This is all, we're all rappers. Let's all come together. You know, nobody wins when the family feuds. You know what I'm saying? But um, he's not lukewarm like that. He's drawing a line in the sand. He's drawing a clear line in the sand with a song like On Phone. And it's and it's funny because that's a Chicago term, on phone, right? But the foe in this is F-A-U-X as in fake. It's foe. It's fake. Right? It's so much in this song. Like this is the culmination. Like this, this. All right. So on phone. <laughs> the very first first of all the, the the first bar is rappers die too much that's it that's, that's it the, that's the verse that's the right? verse and he just let the music play and then for the next three verses you know what i'm saying he explains or at least for the next verse he explained why he did that right mm-hmm. rappers do die too much Rappers do die too much. Um, I've said this before, but why are we, you know, we over here said we listen to this music, right? But then we said when rappers die. But this is what they talked about. This is what they talked about. Can I put why a, is this odd? Why is this surprising? Here's what's and I'll let you go. Here's what's interesting though about what you're saying as well, though. The phonem, faux fake. I in the hook, he's saying, I wish, mm. I wish you were lying. You know what I mean? Like, like, and I think that a song like this picks up on a song like the hard part five, talking about the culture, right? Culture. You go mm-hmm. ahead. Go ahead. Do your thing. Yeah, that was that was a I'm happy you said that because that was a point that I wanted to make. You know what I'm saying? I didn't have the uh I didn't have the hook uh, pulled up, but I wish, yeah, he says, I wish you were lying. You know what I'm saying? But the things that they talk about, I did, I do have pulled up this line though, because this is, this is what really kind of makes the song what it is. You know what I'm saying? He said, look at what we saying is just to get rich. Shoot a nigga right in the head. Don't even flinch. Nah, nah, we can't talk about that. We got to talk about something else. I mean, because it's hypocritical. Y'all got guns. Y'all got gangsters and all your pictures and all that. And he over here laying it out. Where everybody not saying. Rappers like, you know, like J. Cole has had these comments but still doing songs with these type of rappers. We got artists that say these types of things, but then being songs, they doing songs with these same rappers. So, you know, as cool as it looks and as happy as I am as a rap fan to see it, because I listen to both. But then when they die, you know, when Young Dolph dies 
or when you know what I'm saying when any other rap Lil Key just recently died. When any of these rappers die, we be upset. And the it's a sickness in our own mind, G. That's the that's the whole thing about the whole thing. This is we over here turning up to it. You know what I'm saying? We over here glorifying uh uh drug rap. And we like Pusha T. And we want Pusha T's album to be the best album. Ooh, we're all excited. He got he got uh Pharrell and Kanye producing his album. And it's a drug rap album. Mm. And people out here have had people, you know, have had family members OD from crack, cocaine, and heroin, and all this other stuff that these rappers are glorifying. And this is real. This is this is this is what we're doing as a rap culture. This is what we do. And I'm about to get up at this joint and turn on something that is similar to what I am talking about right now. It's entertainment, right? But on phoneum, he's saying we need to talk about something else because it's hypocritical. And he's right. He's mm. right. Mm. But that's why this hit me so hard, G. Like, man, it's crazy. It's really, it's really crazy that this is like it's normal. This is normal. This is our culture. I don't even I I, I would love to have Lupe on the show and, and tell me, you know, this is one of those. What what label is he on? What label put this out? I I think no, he's independent now. He's independent now. That's why he can do this type of stuff. I'm about to say because it's like I'm impressed. Like everything that you're saying right now. When I first heard the song, I'm like, wow, hmm, how did he get to put this out? You know what I'm saying? Is he independent? Is he? And First then you saying that he made it in 72 hours, and I wonder if this was the last song that he recorded. He was just in that rapping, Drew. You know what I'm saying? And if so, these are real thoughts that he feels. He struggles with supporting people because of he never get featured on those songs. He never get featured on those songs. Now, part of that might be because he is too over the head for a lot of people. But also, he not playing no games with this. No. He not playing with you. Mm -mm. And I can respect that, G. Yeah. I can respect that a lot. I am look, the song is worth the listen to the album. You know what I'm saying? That one song. Because and people will hear it be like, eh, it's all right. But no. Nah, yeah. The messaging in the song is what's so strong. And I think that you know, pe people are aware of what he's saying. But it's so far in the back of people's heads because it's normal. It's normal. Yeah. yeah. It is normal. And what he's saying is, this is not right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it okay. Be this way. Let, let's pivot something. And I, let me, let me, and let's bring it back in and then go to the next topic. Uh, we had the, the conversation of uh, the importance of creating timeless music mm. some weeks back. 
I mean, we were talking about artists that are authentic and honest and whatnot. And I think that this kind of song and what Lupe has done so far in his career is why he's not a huge, huge artist, mm. but he will forever have a certain because people are talking about this album right now and he has no promotion. He does nothing except talk shit on Twitter to fans and like he don't really do nothing, but he can do a uh, he can do a 15 year anniversary mm. tour of the cool and it sells well at a certain level. You know what I'm saying? Because people like adore this fucking guy, you know, yeah. because of stuff like this. You know what I'm saying? Like what we're talking about yeah. and just the honesty and him just not giving a fuck and being who who he think he who he is. So, yeah, man. Yeah, man. Let's move uh, it. Yeah, yeah. Go Let's ahead. move it to lyricism. And, and I, I wanted to address this on the Lupe show. We've we've done this before. We've talked about this. We don't have to spend too much time on it. But I just wanted to talk about a bit like what is lyricism? Um, I heard Irv Gotti the other day talking about Drake's album and how he we need to find the next DMX. We need to find the next Jay-Z or whatever the case may be. Because uh, the, and it was a bait and ass question from TMZ. They was like, uh, do you think that Drake's album can shift the culture? Right? Like. <laughs> because drake put out a rap album it was a hip-hop album that he put out that he obviously was trying to go for a hip-hop look with um head ass um, right it's not a rap album bro but <laughs> to speak to that something i just wanted to talk about lyricism what is what is lyricism what is that and i i I, here's here's what how I frame it. You did a great job. I don't even know if you know this. Talk about the three guys, man. Black Thought, Straightforward, Royce, more the I would say punchy battle rap. Lupe, somebody liked some people like that overhead shit. But then you got such a plethora of other. What is lyricism? What is it to you? What is it? Come on, kiddo. What is lyricism to you? Uh, I think the three of those artists actually. Uh, show a good array of um, you know I think lyricism is wordplay you know flat out you know it's wordplay it's uh, how clever can you be how funny can you be how entertaining can you be how uh, precise can you be with, with your lyrics um I don't think lyricism is about melody. You know, that's something different. I don't think it's about anything outside of the words, the lyrics, um, and the and how you putting them together and how interesting you're putting them together. That's lyricism, uh, in my opinion. There are a lot of artists that you know, do well with melody and do well with putting words together and making them sound good, chant music and things like that. Uh, but that's not lyrical. That's something else. Mm -hmm. um, that doesn't mean that it's bad. You know what I'm saying? I'm a fan of Travis Scott. Is he like the best lyricist? I don't think so. Um, but I still enjoy his music. I, I like his music. Um, 
but yeah, so you know that that's that's I would say it's your wordplay. How you putting your words together? You know, shout out uh Shakespeare and Dr. Seuss, you know what I'm saying? These cats are lyrical. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like they really looking at the game of words and thinking in like iambic pentameter and things like that. Like they're yeah. lyricists for real. And it's artists out here that take it that serious. You know, I always think about um, Fife's verse in uh, A Tribe Called Quest. And uh, man, what song is that? I want to say is Bugging Out, uh, where it's like he, uh, he'll say every bar is like A, B, A, B, A, B, A, B, A, B, A, B, C. Mm-hmm. Like everything rap, uh, and except like the middle bars like didn't rhyme, right? But then he'll go A B A B A B A B A B A B A B C again in like the last part of his verse, right? Which I always thought was like bizarre, but it's memorable in that way, and it's lyrical in that way. Because he had the foresight to even put it together like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that is a sign of a lyricist. Yeah. The way you playing with your words, the way you putting them together uh, is interesting for the listener. It's entertaining for the listener. It's fun to listen to. And you can bop to it. You know what I'm saying? You know who uh, I think is good at meshing the two but in, in the times we live in now that people probably wouldn't consider a lyricist? I think Lil Baby is a hell of a lyricist, man. He actually is. I, I, no, nah, he is. He okay. is. He is. Lil sure. Baby is a rapper, man. I fight all y'all. I knock all this. I knock this can over right now with my dresser. Don't play, don't play with me. You know, when to interject real quick, you know, when we be like, bro, be rapping, he be rapping. We talking about lyrics, you yeah. and I. Yeah. In our circle, we be like, bro, bro be is a, bro is a rapper. He be yeah. rapping. We not saying we not saying that because he can like do sing song well. You know what I'm saying? He can make good hooks. Yeah. Or you know what I'm saying? We talking about his lyric, his yeah. lyricism. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We not out here. When we talk like that, we talking about his lyricism. Yeah. We talking about that that artist's lyricism. Yes. So go ahead though, G. Okay. No, no, I don't I don't want to spend that much more time on. I mean, I I I've said what I think. I, I I'm gonna just say it right now, man. Um obviously lyricism lyricism to me is the the content, but at the same time, how you putting the content together. And I think that's a good summation for it, man. Like, you know. The yeah. content and then how you putting it together. Like I say, I think Lil Baby is a lyricist, man. I think Lil Baby's a great rapper for and, and he knows how to do the melodies, but at the same time, he has a way of putting together the words very well. He has good wordplay, delivery, all that kind of good stuff. So yeah, man. Y'all, y'all chew on that, man. As we go to the next one, y'all let us know in the comments what y'all think lyricism is, man. Um, we had the BT Awards this weekend, come on. Yes, we did. Um, did you enjoy them? Did you I'm a, watch? Okay, here's the, I, okay. Here's the first problem, right? Okay, there are no problems. I don't have 
any listen we can't shit on BET all right they're 100 percent is and was a necessity for BET. BET BET is black entertainment television came out of the necessity that there was no videos there was no entertainment that was representing what you see on the screen right now right it's an old David Bowie video in the 80s where he's talking to an MTV reporter about why you guys not shout out. I think David po- David Bowie is dead now, but he, is, yeah. he was like, you know, you guys don't really show a lot of black artists. This was the mm. 80s and David Bowie was going in. You know what I'm saying? So it's not as if BET, BET has its place. I would never shit on BET, but I was watching the awards that I didn't know was on, first of all. Yeah. I only knew the awards was on because people on my timelines were talking about the awards. If not for that. Facts. Facts. I didn't know it was coming on or none of that, G. G, I would have been watching. I was watching You Don't Know Me, which damn recommended. Come on, if you wanted the recommendation. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was watching that. Um, So I turned it on. And. Hmm. How can I put this? How can I put this? I don't know anymore, man. I don't know about awards anymore. I think it's something that's probably moved past. Hmm. And it's not even a BT thing because I was also this year we saw the Will Smith slap, right? You know, um, mm-hmm. everybody has a platform now. I have mm-hmm. a platform. My Facebook mm-hmm. is a platform, my Twitter yeah. is a platform. Yeah. Marketing agencies, people for the artists can figure out ways to source what the people are saying about them to know whether something is good or not. Mm-hmm. You can get that now online from what people are saying on social media, even though some people are idiots mm-hmm. and not everybody on on social media has good opinions. But I guess what I'm getting is that awards now more than ever seem so contrived. You know, it's mm-hmm. just like... I don't know, man. It's like watching a um, it's like watching um, Hunger Games when they were in the Capitol and they were watching and they, you know, it's just like you know, <laughs> like that's that's what I see now, man. It seems like you know I'm watching a uh, Cab Cabinets Aberdeen, and and they are. It's just it's just I don't know, man. It seems yeah. so weird, dude. Um, shout out Puff though, Puff. On a lifetime, the, the award he got. Shout out Puff, man. He deserved that. Hey, man. To that end, you know, I've said many a times how I feel about award shows. Um, I'll say that I like award shows because we get to see artists perform. And we get to see the spectacle of what they put together when they perform. I enjoyed a lot of artists pass award show shows. Uh, I Their performance, a lot of them. Uh, it's like way too many to name. Um, I didn't watch the BET Awards. I didn't even know that it was coming on. Uh, I heard people talking about it when it was on. I'm like, dang, I think I was somewhere where I wasn't even able to even turn it on at the time. Um but I heard a lot about Puff. I saw Kanye, you know, give his shout out to Puff. Yeah. Um, 
I thought all of that was cool. Now, BT is not the Grammys, but let's start with BT. Because I must go ahead and say that they're the low man on the totem pole as far as you moving the needle for an artist if you get a BT award. Mm-hmm. If you get a BT award, is that going to up the bag for you the next time you do a feature or anything like that? Probably not. It's cool to have because it's an accolade, but it's not getting you more money. A Grammy, and that's at the same token, will. At least it did. I don't know. I'm not in the music industry, but if you win a Grammy, then which uh, then you're gonna it. You are now a Grammy award winning or a Grammy nominated artist. Mm. Mm-hmm. You are not a BET award winning or a BET award BET nominated artist. Though you don't get that. You don't get that from the BET Awards. Right. Um, and so to that sense, like, why don't we start our own award show? Whoever said that, that's, oh, that's a great idea. But, you know, it's cool to see because, uh, you know, that it's cool to see because we get to see artists perform. Mm. But the thing about it is, you know, there's a group of people, not the public, there's a group of people that decided these artists are good. These artists should be nominated. There's a group of people, and even, even more so, I'm it really be irritated with the Grammys because the Grammys never get rap right. And they do. Let me they get rap right, but they get rap right to or wrong to individual people's opinions. It's all opinion. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Somebody decided. Now a lot of people decided. You know that that the Weekend's album or Adele's album or Billie Eilish's album is the best of the year. These Sonics and Sounds sound good to a lot of people. You know what I'm saying? Um but I it's I don't know, man. I'm gonna keep it real. I think award, I think awarding, awarding artists an award is trash and mm-hmm. dated. You know what I'm saying? I think that the real answer is in streams, and even streams are contrived from time to time. They mm-hmm. be fake. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you know. A better gauge is how your tour looking or something like that, where people are actually paying money to come out and see you. And then they got a they got a ticket and they'll come see you. Who had the highest selling uh award? I mean uh tours or something like right. that. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But sure. to to have a group of people, you know, and this is no slice of rhapsody, but I always thought it was ridiculous in my opinion, that Ninth Wonder is on the Grammy committee and uh, Rhapsody is getting nominated. Like Maybe one of those albums that she got nominated for should get nominated, but 
she be getting nominated for these subpar albums, in my opinion. You know what I'm saying? This is I'm not trying to slight her, but I'm just saying, you know, there's a group of people that decide who should get nominated, and people be up in arms about it. The same way people be up in arms about different uh, journalist lists, BDOT's lists, and people like him who put out lists, who are regarded, who are in high regard. Why are we putting our weight and and so much thought into what they be putting out? Now, as much as I like. I look at the grant. I look. I, I look at the Grammy to see who got the best album of the year. Mm-hmm. Like for the last two or three times, I've heard the best album, not rap album, but the best album of the year. I didn't like it. I didn't like that album. You know what I'm saying? But this is the one that they decided is the best of the year. But yeah. that's according to them. You know what I'm saying? You don't like Drake album? That's fine. I like Drake album, and that's according to me. You don't like it, that's according to you. You know what I'm saying? The Grammys decided these people should be nominated. That's according to them. B dot B dot got a list of the best rappers of the year. And rappers be upset that they not on that list. Bruh, that's according to him. (laughs) You got fans. You got fans that might disagree with him. Yeah. yeah. Why are you trying? Why you care about that? Why you? Why do we care about the Grammys? Why we care about BET Awards? It's the culture. It's the culture, right? But I'm interested to see these artists perform, and they're in their artistry, and they're doing their thing as artists. What they wanted to do, they'd be artists. And this Kanye's thing. They ask him to come perform. But you're not gonna give me an award. You asked me to come perform on your award show, but you're not gonna give me an award. Why should I come up here and work for you? But I'm not getting nothing out of it. I already got the exposure. I'm here. I don't need the exposure. You give me the stunt, that's cool. But where's my award? See, a Grammy will get you more money mm-hmm. in the game. Yeah, it'll get you more money in the game. So yeah. give me an award. You know what I'm saying? It'd be artists that perform that don't even be nominated. You know what I'm saying? And I feel them on that. Yeah. Award shows, I like the performances. That's why versus is interesting because versus you just getting these artists perform, but see, versus is getting ghetto to me because they just be fighting. <laughs> They just be arguing, you know what I'm saying? And it'd be kind of like, man, what is this, G? This is like watching World Star, you know what I'm saying? We interested in watching these artists bicker with one another back and forth. That's hey. what it's become. They do it before the show on social media. They be going back and forth with memes and ha-ha-has and old snap is going to get crazy, and we like to see a fight. That's why it would be building up to me. But I that's worth you. That's versus. I feel you. No, good In award point. shows where these artists come to perform. And I like seeing a performance, but then we want to see these artists, like, artists be feeling upset because they didn't win. You know what I'm saying? Bruh! No. Nah. 
Travis, you put out the best rap album that year. You put out the best rap album that year. Mm-hmm. Cardi did not. Yeah. Cardi did not, G. Cardi did not. But, you know, man, I don't even know what else I, I can say about it, man. Because it's not like what I'm saying is going to stop. But see, that's the thing. I don't really care about award shows <laughs> except for except for the performances. The performances I check for because now you see an artist in a element and they putting stuff together with the stage show. The stage I show. ain't even gonna lie to you. I don't even care about that from the standpoint of the BET Awards because I don't know what the BET Awards performances be like. It everything now seems contrived, man. I don't even know how much input artists have on their own sets anymore, man. Mm. Um. So yeah, I'll just leave that there, man. I think that let me let me take from Lupe, man, and just say what the fuck I mean, right? Mm. I don't think that there'll be really that. And it's again, we're just talking about it now because the BET Awards happened. I don't want to smash BET, but I don't think that that awards will be around much longer. No, and if they either. if they do, they are going to continue to die. They're going to be. They're going to die and they're just going to be there. there. They're going to just be there with nobody watching it. And it's going to, because I would love to see what the, what, what the, what the views now for our, our for awards, man. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I, I would love to see that, man. SoundCloud awards is coming up next, man. Spotify awards, the streaming numbers. Those are real, like quantifiable numbers where you could get an accolade. You know what I'm saying? You can get an award for the number of streams that you've done or something like that. Like Wait, those are, are real numbers. things? Huh? These are real things? I don't know if this is happening or not, but I'm well, saying... That's what I'm, okay, so and I, I think that... that coming and like the Grammys and the Academy and all of that, you know what I'm saying? Now, real quick, let me just say while I'm talking about the Academy, there's no way that Will Smith should. I don't know if I said this before on the show, but there's no way that he should have got that award that night. G, that's trash. That's what I'm saying. Award shows are trash. How you gonna let this man smack somebody on live TV and then let him sit there and then give him an award? Man, send that man his award. G, you gotta go though, bro. You wildin'. You just smacked one of the hosts and you get to sit here, fam. You got to go. I don't care who you are, but he Will Smith. But, bruh, you got to go, dog. You got to go. We'll send you an award, um, everyone. Um, he, hey. uh, he, he did win for King Richard, but due to the actions, he we had to send him his award. But My ain't man. no way. Ain't no way he should have got that award on live TV and he got to cry and all of that and say hey. he fought for his family and man, get that out of here, man. Hey, look, man, this is the strategy. My man's but was I'm like, a man's was like, Denzel said that when you are at your highest point, the devil will come in. Hey, fam, that was hard, G. Trash. That was hard. Look, but the, that's why I want to talk about this because to watch that and then to watch, you know, and then to yeah. watch like Jack Harlow, 
get on stage with Brandy and <laughs> man, that drink looked trash to me, and I didn't even see that performance. But Jack Harlow got on a wife beater, and like man, this look this look trash. Who man, what can I troll? This look trash, G. Can I troll? How can they <laughs> let a racist <laughs> white boy on the BET Awards? Oh my god. That's how far they've come. How? Do we sound old, man? Do we sound like crotchety guys, man? No, we, we sound like old and crotchety, man. We sound like honest people, man. So, beers and bars. Beers and bars. Woo! This is the spicy one. Woo! Beers and bars. Beige. 